0: Hey, I'm Markers Wilson, and you're listening to Into This. Into This is my podcast. Welcome to it. And in this podcast, we talk about contemporary arts. Uh, this is a special edition of Into This podcast. We'll be talking about a show that opened last week at Tap Art Space, and the show is called "Single Family Home for Sale," and it's a collaboration between two people, Jeannie Riddle. She's a visual artist from Montreal. And Dimitri Velazquez, he is also from Montreal, and he is a blogger slash Instagrammer, and um, yeah, we'll be talking about the show that they put together, and we'll be talking about their collaboration, and about the genesis of this show. This one is a little bit short, and the reason for that is that the day when we recorded this conversation, it was burning hot. <laughs> And in here, in the studio, there's no air conditioning, so it was super, super hot. And um, it was, it was just fun to talk to these guys. Um, the conversation went a little bit silly at times to be honest uh, there's a lot of giggling so I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, if you feel a little bit uh, it was a little bit casual but at the end I think that the information that we needed to talk about we did and I think it's a really good addition to the show and to the texts that you can read in the show we encourage you to visit us on Wednesdays we'll be there from 6 to 9 at TAP Art Space uh, you can visit the website TAPMontreal.com to find the address and how to find us, and you can find emails to reach us or anything else. And finally, I just wanted to take one minute to thank everyone who has been supporting TAP ArtSpace from the beginning, in one way or the other. For instance, for this specific show, uh, Single Family Home for Sale, my friend and collaborator since the beginning of my projects, uh, Victor Garibay, he was super involved in this in this specific project he helped us to design some visuals for the show and uh, i'm super grateful with him and also with the photographers abraham mercado and um, morgan clément gagnon honestly without those guys this project wouldn't be the same uh, you know all the all the visuals that you can check out in the website and all that is just because of them i'm super grateful to have these kind of collaborators and friends and thank you guys so, so much we had a really nice response to the idea of the collaborations between two people that you usually wouldn't expect to collaborate to put up an art show but we encourage you to come and check out the show for yourself we'll be there on Wednesdays it would be super nice if you can pass by and chat with us for a little bit so again this is a quick interview with uh, Ginny Riddle and Dimitri Velasquez about Single Family Home for Sale, which will be in view until September 7th. And we hope that you can visit us at some point during that time. And thank you for listening. This is me talking to Ginny and Dimitri. Single Family Home for
1: Sale. Right.
2: And <laughs> the theme song. <laughs>
0: Um, no, thank you so much for taking the time and coming today to to talk about the show. Thanks. For I, that's, uh, I, I don't know. I, f- I feel like these conversations, um, if there's a viewer that is more interested in the show, sometimes it's really hard to find opportunities to get a little bit of more context about how the show is created and what about the artists, like where are they living and all that at the moment. And I think that that's kind of my Objective mm-hmm. with these conversations, and also to basically introduce the artist to the community. Mm-hmm. I mean, you probably don't need that much introduction, but you know, Dimitri is a newcomer to to the community of the art. So yes, do you usually mm-hmm. not do this? No, um, no. I mean, what do you mean? Myself? Like the
2: the for a sh- specific show like this, is it usually just the artist on their own?
0: Yeah yeah hmm. so like you, my podcast is is just uh, an artist or a curator or whatever, and we just have a conversation okay and so these specific conversations about tap and about the shows that are happening at tap um are new like okay. that's, this is something new that I'm trying out and it special. It. yeah yeah exactly, <laughs> like an extra text adjacent adjacent to the to the wow, show good word thank you, yeah,
1: I work hard at that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So yeah, uh, thanks so much. Um well, why don't you start by introducing yourselves? That'd be that'd be I think, a good a uh, good way to go, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like
1: fresh meat. Go oh, ahead. Okay.
2: <laughs> uh how do you want this? My name's Dimitri. I have a great Instagram account that some people follow. This is why uh, you guys invited me, I think. I'm a male. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a translator, actually. That's what I do for a living. Right. That's more relevant. Um, Where are you from? I was born in Montreal. Um, raised here. More, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. My parents are from Latin America. Right. That's kind of a thing, I think, that people care about. Mm, right? I guess. My yeah. skin is a certain color that's not <laughs> white. <laughs> I, I guess people yeah. would like to know that yeah i feel like my accent isn't like no it's
0: not indicative thick enough, right yeah
2: like, like
1: thick cab
2: uh, i don't know like i to represent what i look like you know oh. i feel like it doesn't fit like i don't i don't have enough of an identity you know
1: but you have a really deep voice yeah it's so. just
2: for the podcast oh, of course. <laughs> yeah usually it's not as yeah so this is your podcast voice Yeah, this is my, yeah, this is my professional radio voice. Yeah, Yeah. podcast. (laughs) Podcast. Radio is a different different one. Radio is so
0: old. Radio is so
2: in the past. We're like podcasting
0: now. Um, And then?
1: And then, and then there's me. I'm Jeannie Riddle. I am a Montreal-based artist, and I was born and raised in Montreal. And, uh, you know, I was looking for a house to buy. No, I'm just kidding. I can't afford a house. (laughs) Uh, Because I'm a full-time artist. Uh, So we thought that we could make an art show about uh, buying a house. Ha ha ha. Right. And uh, I reached out to this guy that I was totally lurking on on Instagram called at best of Y-U-L, a.k.a. Dimitri. And I couldn't get enough of reading his his bits, and looking at his ideas of the world through this weird place called Instagram mm-hmm. and this thing that we can do to direct message people. So I did. And we started chatting.
0: <laughs> right. Right. That, that's interesting because um, when we were talking about putting together the show and all that, I had an idea that I wanted, you know, probably bringing in somebody to collaborate with you and all that. But I didn't have an idea of who, right? Mm-hmm. So when you said, I'm thinking about, you know, reaching out to Dimitri, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, that's amazing. No, for sure. But um, so how long before were
2: you following his account?
1: Oh, that's... Blah, 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 blah. Huh? I feel
2: like it hasn't been that long.
1: It hasn't been that long. So how long, like, long less than a year, yeah.
2: probably, right?
1: Yeah, I guess because... Yeah, the whole Instagram effect, at least for me, Mm -hmm. has only been an occurrence of sort of the past year. Because at first, Instagram was just an extension of my other social. But now it almost has become its own place. Absolutely. And I think with adding stories and direct message and hashtags, Mm -hmm, (laughs) something else has happened.
0: Right. So let's go... Back to the
2: beginning of your account. How long have you had it? Uh, I think it's been like maybe four years, three years, something like that. Yeah. Wow. But Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah. I mean, it's been like, it hasn't been the same the whole time. So I feel like this version of it is more like maybe like a year. Mm, Okay. So what was it before? It was like the same idea, but Mm. then... It started with just more like actual reviews of things Uh that were like, maybe not as relevant as a good coffee, you know what I mean? Like more like (laughs) Belle Provence or whatever. Right. Um, And then I guess the idea of it was that it was like that on its own. But then I guess eventually like it became just like you have to do something else with it because you're not going to keep like doing the same thing over and over. So it's like a different version of it, I guess. It's like sort of the same thing, but it's more like has different, like maybe more of my opinions and Uh references and things like that that are more like yeah than just the review itself. That's like, yeah. Right, right.
1: Do you think that your Instagram performs a lifestyle? What do you mean? Well, so I think what I like about reading your postings is that you're looking at um, things that are consumable most of the time right? that are pretty banal and things that we may reach for when we're in need of something else, but not necessarily escape, but things like when you talk about I don't want to name name brands, but let's say when you talk about an athletic drink.
2: (laughs) Right. Wonder what that is. (laughs) In
1: multiple colors. Right. And then you'll talk about the specificity of the color. And I just wonder if somehow that becomes more of an influence than the beverage itself.
2: Yeah, I think that at some point it does in the sense that like that drink in particular, let's say like... (laughs) what does it really taste like? No one really knows. You know what I mean? Like there's something on the label, but like no one's like looking at that and it doesn't really like taste like what it's supposed to taste. Mm -hmm. So probably like, yeah, like the color becomes. Oh, absolutely. You name those drinks like by the color.
1: By the color. Yeah. And
2: I feel like also like when you think of blog accounts, Mm -hmm. if Mm -hmm. they'll have like a coffee that has like a leaf drawn in the thing, Right, right? like they'll like, Maybe they'll talk about it or like just the picture is of that thing, but it doesn't have anything to do with what they're actually experiencing. It's just like the a drawing in it and like that's what they think is like relevant for the picture. So like mm. if that's my version of it, maybe mm-hmm. that's sort of what it is. But then, yeah, I guess also it's just like talking about more than just, you know. Like itself. what the person, what someone like that would talk about, you know what I mean? Like it's, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. If one would choose to talk about an right. athletic drink. Because I feel
2: like for, <laughs> if someone's buying a car, they care about the color for some reason. But then if, sure do. Yeah. But then if they're buying like, I don't know, a, just like a drink, maybe the color isn't as important to them. But mm-hmm. why not? You know, like, I don't care about my car's color. I don't, I don't have a car, so it's blue. <laughs> um,
0: and yeah. Um, I don't know if you call your Instagram account your project, but thinking about life. your your life, life. <laughs> <laughs> um, what drives you to like do all these things? Like, what what are you satisfying by writing these reviews and and mm-hmm. these um
2: you know bits and stories? Obviously, um, thirst for attention, and <laughs> uh, you know all that great stuff. But um, initially, I think that it was more like um, like seeing. All those like great blogs, you know, where like people wear clothes from Zara and go to like hip coffee shops and, you know, all that great stuff. Right. Uh, I feel like seeing that all of them were um, so, you know, original and inspiring and all those great words. Can you say hashtag inspiring? Uh, I, I mean, yeah, you can imagine it, you know? Right. <laughs> Um, yeah, you can put hashtags on whatever words I say. It's,
1: every single it's, one of them.
2: Yeah, probably. You can do that.
1: No, that was one word. Every single one of them. <laughs> oh, okay. right, right, right. Hashtag yeah, every single one. one of them.
2: <laughs> and yeah, so I think that like seeing all that stuff is sort of um, what made me want to do like the same thing. If mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like it's like, I think that the fact that it is the same thing and th- that it's so like oversaturated and that it's like over and over... Um, makes it what it is Mm -hmm. it's like part of it is that that it's like why it is it that like when you see like a normal one let's say yeah you wouldn't assume that it's like a joke but then like some people assume that mine is you know what i mean (laughs) so i mean why you know i don't know maybe you should assume that the other ones are or that mine isn't i don't know Uh but yeah it's sort of like from that i think it's a
1: performance
2: yeah, I mean, I mean well, it, yeah.
1: our Instagrams uh, are a performance of ourselves or a self that we desire somehow to put out right. into the world. Because
0: it is deliberate, What whatever a face and profile you put out there yeah. of yourself. You it's it's, it's really deliberate. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's the same that you're doing with a little bit of more thinking of like how this is going to be taken yeah. from people. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. But I guess also it's interesting to think or imagine that like, some of the other ones might have like more thought behind them, but maybe like, or more effort. Right. Because like, I don't know, like, I feel like some people go to like, I don't know, they'll, they'll go to like Canal Lachine or something to take like a nice picture of their outfit that yeah. they just like got from like some brand off a of DM. But um I feel like that's like a lot of effort for just like a... For the gram? I mean, for what they're doing, I don't know. Like, I feel like they could just, like, stay at home and, like, not do that. Yeah, but, but uh, what they
0: get. Well, I just said, like, honestly, I mean, I know that you said, it, like, a little bit ironically, but people like <laughs> popularity. And that's what they, like, sometimes they're searching for on in Instagram, no? Yeah. And and that's what, uh, I love. what else? Like, what perks do they get? I guess, like, they get free stuff. Yeah, know? free stuff is good. Yeah. If you're like
1: Instagram famous.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. I wonder what like the best, um, maybe like that drink that you were talking about mm-hmm. would be good. Sponsor me. Yeah. Yeah. I need we to we be can so say it. We can hydrated. say it.
1: We can say it. Should we, we say it together? Yeah. Count of three. One. One, two, three. Gatorade.
0: Gatorade. I love you. <laughs> Sponsor him. Hashtag. Um, all right, so you start following him, and yeah. then uh, you you start to get really interested in his way of writing. Uh, yeah. His I would, way of, yeah, I would
1: read his postings out loud to my daughter, and we were <laughs> highly amused.
0: Right. Wow. Um,
2: Honored.
1: And it just became so easy. And then in the worlds that I try to create in my practice, just adding something that was also super banal to my experience of the everyday just felt like such an awesome fit. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to be an awesome fit. And thus far, the process has been like just super lively, I find. And I'm really excited by it. I'm really excited that Dimitri is able to articulate ideas that I also have, but I just don't do it in writing.
0: Right. And
1: I think that there's some cross-pollination that's happening. And I also have to say that I find Dimitri to be super curious Uh um, and open to art practices that maybe you weren't aware of before, but that you have been engaged. And I think it's going to be a really nice collaboration. I
0: think so too. Absolutely. I think it's already been because, you know, yeah. we've been having these uh, meetings once in a while now for quite a, a bit. And and every time there's new ideas that come to the table, there's like all these new inspirations from the two of you. Conversations happen and and then there's a new idea that came, you know, from mm-hmm. the meeting. And I think that's, that's a sign, you know, that this is going to be like a really great collaboration.
1: Yeah. And I feel like even with um, the postings that we've all been generating right. mm-hmm. to, um, you know, start advertising our show Yes, have also been super fun. Yeah. I know they've been super fun for me because my whole life right now has been centered around moving and packing and transition <laughs> and getting into new digs. And so all of that matter and thingness is all around me right now. So mm-hmm. to be able to use that and amplify yeah. it with our show yeah. has been super fun.
0: Exactly. I was going to say like... It, it, this show was ticked off, basically, by that, right? Like, you guys are, were just moving, like, last week. Yeah. You just moved at yes. the same time. Different apartments. Yeah, we, <laughs> yes. we don't live together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so what aspects of that activity, which is not very fun of moving, what kind of ideas are you, like, thinking about to bring to the show? What, what kind of things are you guys thinking for,
1: well, I know for, for me, this. I definitely have uh, a brand new absolute passion for bubble wrap. Mm-hmm. And cardboard just <laughs> looks marvelous. Yeah. It's like a clean slate canvas. right? And, you know, all of the things that have to do with um, the domestic are already so much a part of my work. So to be able to use those materials in a new way... In a new space, you know, to reference what is that space, the garage, right. And then to play with some of the found objects that have come into my life in the past year and to have Dmitri articulate ideas also around those objects and things and material. I, I don't know. I want to keep surprises, but everything feels oh,
0: no, 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 we're not going to say. We're not going to talk about specific pieces we want,
1: oh, my God. We no. name Gatorade, but we won't name any materials. <laughs> we're hilarious. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, actually, this is going to be posted a week after we open, so you can say it. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, oh, right. (laughs) Right. I really like paint. All right. I really like fucking...
2: (laughs) That was the big secret. (laughs) Exactly. Guys, I love
1: paint. I love fucking with it. I love folding it. I love crunching it. I love smooching it. I love putting stuff in it. I love decorating it. I think that every day things can be jewelry and decoration for the paint itself. I think that I'm changing what an actual hashtag painting is. I think I... deep. deep. I think I really... I want paintings to perform as objects and Mm -hmm. I want them to be objects that have secrets. Mm -hmm. And I want those secrets to have content and context. And I think, again, that this collaboration is allowing that. And part of me, too... As I'm making things now, I think about how you would potentially comment on them.
2: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I'm just, you know, making my own fiction for you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this would be really funny. Or, right. you know, if there was like...
0: How would this be reviewed by Dimitri? How would it be reviewed? Yeah. yeah. How would it be commented? <laughs> Are they good, on? their reviews?
1: Yeah, they're all like sensational. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm I'm a good. star for sure. <laughs> I'm definitely like a... 18 on 20.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's pretty good.
1: That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think it's also interesting, like, if I can be um, very deep for a second, um, I think it is interesting that your work is already um, based on what you just said, but then this is like a sort of like a transitional version of it. It's like whatever you had before is like you're moving it and it's sort of, I don't know. Yeah, it is interesting, I guess, to see that in that from that angle for me mm-hmm. and also to try to put it like put a context to it but also like be sort of like I don't have your like I don't have you to mm-hmm. write my thing but also like I'm putting my thing on it but it's sort of vague but it's sort of there also
1: mm-hmm.
2: I don't mm-hmm. know don't count on me to make it that specific
1: <laughs> so what would you rate yourself
2: Uh I've Twenty. Twenty. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Out of yeah. twenty.
1: No humility <laughs> no, there. Yeah. It's just it's just that. It's obvious. <laughs> okay. Um
0: this work, uh, Jeannie, for you specifically, um stems out of um a series of work that is called 1979. Is that right? Yeah. It stems out of it more or less, or it's far from it already?
1: No, it's still part and parcel right. of a project that I started. Uh, two years ago Mm -hmm. that was um, to be in the Vancouver Art Gallery, a show that was called Entangled. Um, And I made a project called In a Time of Deep Nostalgia Right. that was also using uh, a starting point of this found object that has extended its life into this current show. Uh And from that, I just was really inspired by creating a whole world that was loosely based on 1979. And the reason that that was so critical to me was that, one, for me personally, 1979 was the last year where my personal life had had no trauma. Mm-hmm. And as of 1980, everything went to shit.
0: Right,
1: And I was just a kid. Yeah. But these are things that become your life's memories. And what you can use as material for your practice later. Yeah. So with that in mind, I just sort of went on the venture of finding objects that related to that year specifically and or made paintings that I thought were sort of quasi-psychedelic protest posters. Mm-hmm. And that sort of worked well with what was happening uh In the United States and with the Women's March, which seems to be an ongoing process, Mm -hmm. and particularly with um, an artist that I've been looking at uh, in depth named uh, Coretta Kent, who was a nun in the 70s and a graphic artist.
0: Yes, in LA.
1: In LA. Yeah. And um, she just did these wonderful graphic and inspiring posters. Mm -hmm. And there again, there was text in them, too. So, you know, again, like adding text into this new work with the help of Dimitri, I think, yeah. will help to specify language that maybe wasn't there. Yeah. So maybe it will add an ease to the viewer to right. get more information from the work.
0: Right. Usually, or not. Yeah, usually your work is uh, abstractions most yes. of the time. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it would read differently this time. Yeah. Because there's going to be like text, you know, yeah. something that it gives you a little bit more yeah. an entrance to whatever ideas, you know. Yeah,
1: But yeah, I remain, yeah. you know, dedicated to making work that is and about the everyday, the domestic, yeah. to feminism, yeah. to the world, to trauma, to caring, to, to taking care of things, to organizing things, to controlling things. All of those things are really critical to what I think about in my practice. Yeah. And this gives me an opportunity to do something that extends that present vocabulary.
0: That hasn't really changed in your practice. And it won't change. No. You know? Yeah.
1: Every time I think I'm doing something that's more experimental, I look at it after the fact and it's still completely related to the person that I am in the world. right? And those things have meaning because I've made them. And they're made with so much care that, for me at least, the care is performed through the color and nature of the object itself, through its actual objecthood.
0: Yeah. It's present. For sure. And then... Deep. Yes. Hashtag deep. Extremely. Um, The show, um, well, Tap, is located in a garage, right? And a garage, when you go to these places, you find all these objects that remind you of things. Right? That remind you of like your childhood, remind you of like, a, you know, when you graduated, you know, when you find all those things. And it's super powerful, you know, all those memories in you. It's like when you see these things, you immediately remember like who you were with, uh, the year, the music that you were listening to and all that. Um, and I think, you know, I think the premise of this show, it's, it's also centered in memory. Am I right?
1: For me, absolutely. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Whether it's quasi or not, or right. a fiction, but mm-hmm. it, it, it it is memory, right?
0: But a memory yeah. is a fiction as it is.
1: Oh yeah, by itself, yeah, I think we'll, we'll never absolutely remember. No,
0: it. I mean like it's a it's a construct, yeah. I think. And then like you know you make your own you know imaginary stories that you believe or not in the things that you remember, kind of.
1: Mm-hmm. Except like, I think that there's a nostalgia there uh-huh. because now
0: mm-hmm.
1: with The likes of Instagram, for example. Instagram or other social has become our our new sort of family photo album. Yeah. So we can look back on those memories and we can remember that specifically. And then we actually wrote about it. Right. It's like we're journaling our memories as they continue to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And so that rendition is different than what was before.
0: I agree with that. Yeah, definitely.
2: And also for me, I think that like within the show itself, um, of course, I know what the feeling of finding old shit is, (laughs) right? But also like we've always lived in apartments. So I've never had a garage. Uh And so I'm like part of it for me was also... Memories of being in someone else's garage and what that would feel like if it was your stuff mm-hmm. or your parents or whatever. Mixed with um, what I felt
1: mm-hmm.
2: in those moments. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, um, it's very meta. It's totally. It's but meta. I think
1: too, marks. Yeah. you know, just the space that is tap, mm-hmm. you know. Besides its mandate of being a, a space that allows artists to extend project ideas or extend the podcast, I think what's so interesting to me about it being a, you know, hashtag garage mm-hmm. is that in actuality, it's not at all. Mm-hmm. And I think the consequence of living in a city and not no longer having public space or spaces where we can experiment or... Or try things. This this garage is mm-hmm. lending itself yeah. to that, and yeah. you know to meet your neighbors, right? Who are like a startup company, yeah. <laughs> and to see that people are using you know what little real estate we have left, affordable real right. estate right. for creative processes yeah. is really interesting. No, definitely. And that 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 art spaces have to take on these sort of smaller, unused. Storage facilities to make
0: well to I mean, become. Otherwise, it's impossible. I mean, if you don't have like an income that is huge, yeah,
1: <laughs> which artists don't startup. exactly. Or, or I don't or know. Startup or
0: but I don't know. I don't know where people who start these kind of projects get the money from. But mm-hmm. you know, if you are doing it yourself, basically like a real DIY, like mm-hmm. real, um, it's impossible to pay a commercial, you know, establishment. Correct. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 crazy. So yeah. it's not only I guess it's not only reclaiming uh spaces from the city, which is true. And I I really like that because it's right on the street as well, right? Like you are yeah. walking on the side and the back alley and yeah. it's right there. Yeah. Um, but it's also using a space that allows you to do all these things, you know what I mean? Or that can basically not break your wallet. Like exactly. that's 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 base of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I, I agree with that in, in the sense that it's great to see a space so close to Action. Sherbrooke. Yeah, exactly. Action. Like Sherbrooke and Park, basically. To find a spot around there, it must be really expensive.
1: Well, and to think just down the street in, right. you know, the so-called Quartier de Spectacle, yeah. which is like, you know, Montreal's version of where culture is supposed yeah. to happen. Right. And yet, There's nothing there that could ever be affordable for artists. Absolutely not. Ever. Yeah. So how can the city perform a space that they call spectacle or culture and there's no culture?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just
1: driven by money.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess it's completely institutionalized, right? I mean, you you find the MAC there, you find the Jazz Fest there and all those things that are great. Mm -hmm. But... Nothing that is really experimental in the very basis of it, you know, the experimental arts, you know, uh, platform. There's not really nothing for that kind of area. No. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what TAP is trying to be. Mm -hmm. Really, that's exactly what it is. It's Mm -hmm. a it's a space where um, we allow experimentation, Mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. And an experimentation like this, right? I mean, like a writer, a blogger, Dimitri Velasquez, Ginny Riddle, you know, that's. That's what, you know, we want with this space. How did it feel like for you that Ginny Riddle reached out to you to work in this project?
2: For me, like, first of all, it's super obvious because we're both artists and we're (laughs) very deep and we understand each other and connect. Good word. On like several levels. Um, But also I just think that, um, yeah, obviously like it's, flattering that like someone, I mean, I looked you up, you have a Wikipedia page that's pretty legit, you know, that that means that you're like a real person. (laughs) And so I feel like that's just like, to me, like, I think that I saw your page first, and I followed you. Yeah. So for me, it was obviously like, I like your stuff. And I have my interpretation of what it is. And it means something to me maybe it wasn't the initial intent, but to me it, it's very interesting. And I, having someone like you be interested in my like very smart dumb thing. (laughs) um, Yeah, it means a lot. And I think that um, it also, this context allows me to explore, good word as well, um, just different a different way of doing what I already do. Cause it's like for my stuff, it's very limited on purpose, obviously, but, um, it's still like, I have to talk. I still sort of have to talk about what's, what's in the picture. Right. Mm -hmm. So with this, because it's one like idea or topic or whatever you want to call it, I think that it, Allows me to write more about one thing that maybe involves like a lot of feelings, a lot of references, ideas that I couldn't do normally because I have to find a way to make it fit within a context that's like super specific. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's really like uh, interesting for me.
1: That's awesome.
2: So it's like, even though it's like a super specific thing, what we're doing, it's also way Mm -hmm. more open Mm -hmm. in a way than how it is for me usually. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. It's interesting in both ways, I guess, mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Cool. How about you?
1: What was the question? The
0: motivations for you to... To collaborate? ...reach out. Yeah, to reach out to Dimitri. I
1: I mean, it's strictly a desire to do something that's different. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to to not just be one thing, but to see what else can be explored while sticking, you know, strictly to the discipline that I already have, but extending it and seeing what else could happen within that. Yeah. And it's just so fascinating to me that, you know, this sort of experiment that is social media can actually lead to real things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That, you know, I think that Dimitri can be tongue-in-cheek on his Instagram account. But for me, my Instagram has definitely become a platform where I can have relationships with Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. And that, honestly, I get super excited or humbled when someone likes or comments. It, It just, it feels tangible. It feels like you're, you're, you have a sort of column response immediately. Mm-hmm. instead of just you know waiting or being isolated in the studio, it gives you an access point. Yeah. And so you know the motivation to reach out to, to Dimitri was to see if it would work right to see if it could actually happen if the two of us could respond to each other too and 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 we have. Yeah. We yeah. have. Yeah. It works. The social experiment works. It works. Works uh,
0: people. It's real. I'm going I'm going to say just uh as I always say in in our conversations that I really appreciate that you guys are putting all this effort and the time in making this happen and I'm really humbled that you guys are like really into this, you know. I like the podcast but not like like you know into the show like uh, because it's it's really like Nice for me to see that people like you guys get interested in working with, with the project. And I'm just really grateful that you guys are, you know, doing all these things. It's going to be cool as fuck. It's going to be awesome. Thank
2: you for saying that. It's a very nice thing to say, but also it feels like um, you just said that to be able to say the name of the podcast and what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of, I don't know if it, how real it was. <laughs> say it again. It wasn't real at all. Gatorade. <laughs> Gatorade.
0: <laughs> Into this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, guys. So let's go there and like have fun in the Vernissage. It's going to be fun. And uh, everybody
1: follow us on Instagram. Yeah.
2: So say your Instagrams again. You can be
1: a collaborator with
2: us. Yes. Good word. Collaborate. Collaborator. Yeah.
1: I'm at Genie Montreal.
2: I'm Um, at Best of Yule. Y U L is what. Yeah. Y U L. Also, I want to say that I've read a couple of Molière books so that means I'm a good, real writer take me seriously right you should people
1: I, I've you made should. a lot of art so I'm a real artist right. <laughs> take I, me
0: I, seriously I'm just here I'm just here I'll, I'll become better <laughs> like this guys one day <laughs> one day so thank lovely. you so much thank it's you. thank you let's thank get out of here thank you all right so that was the conversation I had with them. I hope that it gives you a little bit of a different entrance to the show. I think um, it's always nice to hear the artists talking about their work. And I hope that that's uh, inviting to come and check it out for yourself. All right, so this episode was edited and produced by me, Mark Wilson. The addition and mixing and music was done by Arcadia Lance. Visual design by Victor Garibay. Special thanks to Ginny Riddle and Dimitri Velasquez for their time. And again, special thanks also to the photographers Abraham Mercado and Morgan Clement Gagnon. Uh, I will see you guys in three weeks. I will bring you a conversation with artist Ben Klein in three weeks. So I hope you guys come back to listen. And thanks for listening to this interview and this podcast. So I will talk to you guys soon. All right, cheers.